0: baby 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 Ah! you got the hot sauce pod yeah this is larry monkey and i'm here with justin rogers what's up my man
1: that was uh an interesting <laughs> intro there partner what's gotten into you tonight a couple extra I'm feeling here? good i'm feeling good because uh, i'm uh <laughs> you know i got no pants
0: on right now so i figure i feel we should have no pants on when we have ff no pants mr at Real Fantasy TL, the co-host of the Fantasy Timeline. Uh, he's a proud member of that, that DAP network that we that we see uh, all over the place these days. So let's give a nice HQ1 Dynasty hot sauce. Welcome to Josh Valentin. What's up,
2: man? How are you guys doing today? I appreciate you having me on. Oh, yeah. We're
0: doing, oh,
1: great. There it is. <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing great. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you, Justin? How are you doing? I'm doing good now that I'm not working. So, hey, you know. I'm good. I'm, I'm chilling on the couch here, all stretched out. Feels lovely. Josh is is a fun guest to have on because he
0: is an OG member of uh, the famous league we like to talk about, HQ One Dynasty Trades HQ Sixteen Team Superflex. Listen to league. Now I was on the fantasy timeline, and I think wasn't like this this HQ One league. Josh, one of like your first leagues that you ever got into, or. Or something yeah, like that. I
2: think it's legitimately the second dynasty league I ever was in.
0: Nice. Talk about getting thrown right into the fucking water without knowing how to swim, huh? Hey,
2: yeah. if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it big. So go big. You, you and me both, Josh. It was my <laughs> second one. So. so look at that. See? <laughs> and now now we're running it. You're we're tied for first in our division. <laughs> we're we're we're, ki- we're killing it. We're the we're the mega right. powers. Yeah, nice.
1: that's right. I'm somehow tied for first in the division. <laughs> Should we go right
0: into the tank tracker or uh, you know, the sure. Justin Tank Run DFF? <laughs> did I? I had some fancy name I, I said last week, I can't remember what it was. Do you remember?
1: I think it was like the Run DFF tank tracker or something like that. Like Larry Monkey Fancy. Yeah. We yeah.
0: are highbrow here on the hot sauce pod, man. So, how so, Justin, did you finally
1: lose? I managed to lose this week. It was amazing. <laughs> I sold off the last couple pieces I had. Jarrett McKinnon and I even sold Gallup.
0: Yeah, was that now? That was that was the Stompy trade. Yeah, that was the McKinnon, and point. and McKinnon all of a sudden ha, is starting to have like he's starting to make a name for himself. That's not people bitching and moaning about him,
1: right? Well, he's a guy that's good at football. He just is always broken, you know. Well, <sighs>
0: I mean, he's famous for not being able to beat out Matt Asiata. That's all. That's all I know him as, you know, Jared McKinnon, and he's got a cool nickname named Jet McKinnon. But he's been, you know, Kyle Shanahan kind of scooped him up when he was a free agent. I know the Jets, Mike and he really wanted a piece of him, so that should tell you that that he probably isn't as, <laughs> as great as he's supposed to be. Uh, Jets GM made like a feeble attempt to get him, but you know, you hear all about feeble attempts with that guy. That's why he's not in the pro football
1: anymore i somehow managed to lose after trading away all the assets i had jarek mckinnon etc and now josh and i are tied at the top of our division where you know i expected to be all offseason tied for first
0: (laughs) that is quite the uh, accomplishment through the first quarter of the season and as they
1: as everyone says you know it's all about how you start right
0: now you're absolutely right now what's interesting about you two guys we got josh on the show and I forgot all about this, but you guys made a, a bl- like a blockbuster trade right before the the weekend. Actually, right after we recorded with John Bosch last week, literally. Yeah, so if everybody Catching. remembers,
1: that, if everybody remembers, Larry Monkey was offering me a twenty twenty two second, and I was adamant that I could get a twenty twenty one second for Alan Lazard, and I did get that twenty twenty one second. Josh, I am sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not really sorry, but I'm sorry because I'm sure as hell glad he's not on my roster because I really need to sell him. But yeah, that timing was brutal.
2: So so it's so funny because uh, I obviously I listened to last week's episode and I'm, you know, this is after I've already made the trade and after finding out the literally 12 hours after making the trade that no one knew about the fact that Alan Lazard had to get core muscle surgery right. and is going to miss something like six to eight weeks.
0: Yeah. So
2: we, Bill and I had just got done wrapping up the timeline and you had actually sent me the offer while we were doing the timeline, probably about 10, 15 minutes before we wrapped up. So I'm looking at my phone and I go, Bill, I got an offer here. Alan Lazard for a second. He goes, dude. You got to take that. And I go, I know the deal sounds so good. I even I even googled Alan Lazard because I thought something happened to him. Right. And somebody was trying to pull one on me, and I'm looking through <laughs> nothing on Google. there's not. It's not even Adam Schefter saying, "Hey, I've heard from anonymous sources right. that Alan Lazard is hurt." Nothing. He, oh, Alan Lazard just had a great game. Right. Exactly. Yep. I'm like, okay, except. You know, and then obviously, I'm listening to it and I hear you guys talking with John Bosch about, you know, the fact that Larry Monkey trying to do Larry Monkey things and trying to offer you a 2022 20, <laughs> second, and you saying, I know I can get a 2021 20, second. And then, you know, the news comes out, well, Alan Lazard needs core muscle surgery. <laughs> you know, th- this isn't like turf toe that, like, you just, like, <laughs> like, how the hell did nobody know that Alan Lazard had a core muscle injury and needed surgery? all we talked about last year was OBJ and his core muscle injury and how he was fighting through it and how he, Uh. but we heard about it every week. And I, I, you know, Hey, listen, these things happen. We've all, we've all been in these situations before playing dynasty. You make a trade, The next day, the guy gets hurt in practice, is going to miss the year. Yeah, it's happened to all of us at one point or another. I actually originally had Alan Lazard last year, picked him up off of waivers, traded him, got a third and a fifth, and thought I was like such a (laughs) stud because I'm like, this guy's a loser. Like, this guy's never going to do this again. And And then I end up trading a second for him. Mm. And still don't get any of the perks of Alan <laughs> <laughs> I got to get this guy off my team. He's, he's yeah, a cursed.
0: Let's just get right into the Saquon Barkley discussion. He goes down for the year. And I was, I was very frustrated with Saquon last year because he had the high ankle sprain that he came back most likely too early from. And he just put up just these half-assed numbers all season long. He came through in the playoffs, and then boom, he's done for the year. ACL. Giants are terrible. Ugh, Bosh and fucking uh, Justin have me giving him away last week. Oh, yeah, just give me, you know, hey, hey Saquon, hey, you, know, you, you know, you need Saquon. Well, D-hop for Saquon straight up is, uh, you know, you're and uh, Oh, all right, no, there's Bosh. I got Saquon. I got D-hop for fucking ranked higher than everybody, you know. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, fuck. I'm like, you guys are making me fucking, ah, you know, when someone just hammers it home, you just start believing it, right? Saquon, I have, I had one legitimate suitor, you know, there was, there was one guy, Alex, Alex Wishak. I don't know. Did I say that right? I think it's Wishnack. Uh, Wishnack. Alex is actually famous because in the startup draft, he disappeared for a day and everyone was like, who the (laughs) fuck, you know, nobody knew each other. I was like, where the fuck is this guy?
2: You know? It's, it's that Connor mcgregor meme who's like he was that this guy. guy every <laughs> draft has that guy there's they, a they guy do. that just
0: fucking you're like who do, where the fuck is this guy what the fuck <laughs> i get uh, it it's a slow draft but jesus really eight hours for real every time <laughs> <laughs> every draft. So, 12 hours or whatever but yeah man so we had been going back he wanted saquon for d hop and oh i'll even read this to you this is what the fuck this is what i get from this guy so he's like uh i'm throwing him i'm like no dude this this is saquon barkley bro i'm not taking d hop for saquon saquon's a fucking i mean he's 24. It's the d hops 29 i need to read this verbatim because that's it, it just irritated me oh uh, look at this so i'm trying to get i'm trying to get d hop and justin jefferson off of him for barkley now yeah all right so i guess and barkley in his heyday that's I, I guess barkley when he's out with an acl i knew i was i knew i was asking for a little too much i would have been happy for this but i'm throwing this out so he sends this we were going back and forth he he threw in D hop and a, and a 2021 round three for Saquon. And, and I was given, going to give him Goddard cause he's clearly rebuilding. So I right. said, you know, he gave up basically. He, he thought he was a contender, but his team is terrible. And he, it's a good thing he realized that early because some guys will just ride that shit right into the gutter and their team will just be terrible for another four or five years. Yep. So uh, he know he realizes that after three weeks, his team is in a rebuild. He trades me Saquon. I offer him Saquon and Goddard for Hopkins, Jefferson, and Gazeki. Anyway, we worked this out last week with jo- with Bosch. So I sent him a Barkley for Hopkins and Jefferson. He goes, I won't add Jefferson to my side of the deal. I agree with the other two on the pod. Op- <laughs> Hopkins oh. and Barkley seem about right to me. Ah. Good pod, by the way. The this guy gets, sends me.
2: But listen, you, you gotta look at it half glass full. You you got Amazing a loyal listener? A loyal listener to the pod.
0: <laughs>
2: Unfortunately, he's using this shit against you, but I mean, I know you're not you're not gonna like to hear this, Larry, but the fellas were right. Hopkins and Barkley is just about even. Make Maybe you got to throw a little sweetener in on the Hopkins side. But, I mean, at this point, if your goal is to repeat as champion of the league. Oh, so, wait. Well, hold on a second. Wait, ready? Watch I'll that. say it. I'll say it.
0: No, right here. All right. This is what I'll do right here. Left shoulder.
2: Left <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> do del- del- <laughs> in the background. So if you want to keep that and not have to mail it to the freaking Netherlands to Manolo or something like dude.
1: that. dude. Well, well, and okay, that, let's be fair, it's never going to make it to the Netherlands. Sorry, that, that actually
0: Arsenal. Factored, Arsenal. In, that factored in. I'm like, if I get a mother, if I have to send this motherfucking belt <laughs> to Denmark, <laughs> that shit is heavy, man. it would cost <laughs> at least 50 bucks to send it to Denmark.
2: First of all, Manolo is also in first place in his division. And, and I'll tell you a funny <laughs> story. I'll tell you a funny story about Manolo. So before the <laughs> season started, I, I'm sure you've all gotten a Manolo trade offer in your box. And it's not really
0: an offer. It's like a proposal or something, right? It's or- not
2: even a proposal.
1: It's <laughs> like it's a list hey, of players he's interested in. And, right. and then you send me what you're interested in. Let's work a deal out. That's a Manolo. Uh-
2: or it's like, hey, I have um, I have Devontae Adams. How about you send me four firsts, uh, three seconds, uh, Kyler Murray, Adam Thielen, and a player of your choice. That That's like a, a Manolo. So he goes to me, he sends me, this is before the season starts. He goes, he sends me some deal for Dalvin Cook. And I'm looking at it and it's like, how about you send me Dalvin Cook and I'll send you the last three guys on my roster. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> I'm not giving up Dalvin Cook. He's like, well, your team's not going to be very good. So... Oh, you, there you go, Manolo. You should. <laughs> he goes, I'll just get him later on in the season. And oh, I yeah. said, Well, f- first of all, if my team's not good, I'm up charging your ass for Dalvin Cook now just because you said that. <laughs> I
1: thought you were just going to say, Well, first of all, fuck you, Manolo. And no, then actually what I
2: said to Manolo was, I know memories aren't good when we play Dynasty. I was third year one of HQ. Uh, year two, I was one game out of the playoffs because I literally played three division leaders in a row to end the season. My team's okay. Like, my my team is a, is a perennial playoff one team.
0: Season, I'm one season away.
2: I'm not even one season away. I've been there. I've done that. I just had a little little rough scheduling conflict last year. But, mm. um, like, my team is – You hear this,
0: Justin? It's got a scheduling conflict. Yeah, listen, <laughs> That's dude. why he didn't
2: make the playoffs. Yeah, listen <laughs> –
1: Listen, Patsy. you got to beat up on the Patsy's before you get to the tough part of your schedule.
2: <laughs> Listen, Justin knows about scheduling conflicts. He, he's winning three games in a row he to is. start the season. His team name.
0: Great, great name. Probably one of the best names in the league. The Manolos.
1: Yep. Nothing's greater than the Manolos. Uh, so Manolo he, has a brand and he doesn't even like produce content. He's just a brand. It's, <laughs> a brand. <laughs> it's impressive. So this is what this guy does. He, you will get a trade
0: offer that will have nobody on his side. (laughs) And it will have like seven or eight guys on your side. Then the comments, those have my interests. I'll send you some offers. If you let me know who else might interest you and who is available slash off limits, Manolo. That's that's the introductory, which I don't know. I mean, I wish he, I wish he would send me the guys that he wants to get rid of instead of the guys he wants from my team. Because he's, cause he's less like, he wants all my best guys. <laughs> of course, yeah. everyone's going to want your best I'm guys. Sure right? You want Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. <laughs> is that is Lamar here? No, he gave up on asking for Lamar. But all the other guys are there.
1: Well, speaking of Lamar and bad trades, guys. And Larry, I don't know if you checked your email right before we came on the show here. But about a half hour before. Uh, no, it was like 15 minutes before we started recording in the DDCL. The uh-huh. Dynasty Diagnostics Champions League. That there was an
0: L trade.
1: Oh gosh, there was an L Jacks trade. Are you
0: kidding me? Hold okay, on. Okay, now
1: this is a forty-eight team. It's it's twelve. It's uh, four copy forty-eight team So is this is this the
0: fucking. This is the chat in the DDCL. It's, as a, it's, I think is is that a the
1: on the phone <laughs> because it's just meme after meme after meme, and you guys will understand in just a moment after I tell you this trade. But now hold on, just to bring everyone up to speed and. And Josh,
0: the the DDCL is like it's a copy league where there's like four divisions. Uh, everybody's
1: a lot of folks are in it. I don't yeah, know. yeah. There's a lot of industry names in this in this league, like pretty big. Stumpy, OutHouse, and Aton run it. I mean, it's got Graham Barfield, James the Brain was in there.
0: Brain, uh, oh, and we never, you know what? And I, I apologize for the James the Brain. We never we never talked about Justin's interactions with James the Brain, and we should have done it. Uh, I i mean clearly it's it's very upsetting. Uh, we lost one of one of our own if you if you will uh, in the community. And Justin has a great James the brain story because there's a little animosity there between James the brain and run DFF. yes
1: or no. Uh, I don't know if there was animosity like I don't know how much he even factored <laughs> into it. We had some fun on it though in the early the, the earlier fun. pod there, days. There were 47 members of the tr- of the league in the uh, group Me chat. <laughs> the 48th member left during the startup draft for, for the last division this spring. And it might have been because uh, he was complaining about how long it took for people to make a pick, and then he chose David Montgomery in the fifth. And <laughs> I might have been a little bit of an asshole and been like, well, some people take a little longer so they don't take David Montgomery. In the
0: <laughs> wow. That's yeah. great stuff, man. I go over James the he left the chat. No, he, no, was no, no. About, he was complaining about the slow draft, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You can't complain about the slow draft. Come on. It, it,
1: Even James are... the Brain knows better than that, yeah. right? We're drafting in April or whatever it was. It's like we had all the time in the world. I think everyone else was having beef too because the rookie drafts were held up because we were doing ours and ours was taking a little while. Yes, it was great because Justin, <laughs> Justin was like,
0: "Fucking you guys know James the Brain," and we're <laughs> like, "Yeah, hey, man, James the Brain, sure, yeah." He's like he's fucking.
2: He has a beef with the slow draft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeez.
2: I mean, I you know what? there there's at least one of those in every draft, though. One guy that's like. Why is the draft taking so long? It was classic. And I
0: mean we were joking around so much that we we're just like, you know what? He probably has no idea who the fuck Justin is. So we should oh, have him yeah, like, on yeah. a hot sauce yeah. pod, and, and then we'll just be like, hey man, how about that DDCL draft? Right? <laughs> we'll bring it up as a like, topic. Larry yeah. likes the drama. Larry likes yeah. the drama. There I like to goes.
1: stir it up, stir it up, stir up that pot. Boom. Okay, well, speaking of stirring the pot and that chat and how crazy it is right now, all right. Again, Superflex four copy, forty eight teams, four divisions, yada yada yada. Uh, pretty standard. It's a tiered PPR, but you know, nothing, nothing too so crazy. Just,
0: uh, just briefly, the three three of the copies did the startup last year, and they added another league to making four copy. So, Justin and Madman's in this in this one as well with you, I think, yep. right? Yep.
1: or he took over yep. Norfin. So yeah, that's correct. He took an orphan. Yeah.
0: So Justin had his startup draft, but we all had our rookie drafts this year cuz our yeah. league cuz the league started a year ago. Anyway, just right. to bring everybody up to speed, it's there's so there's four 12 team leagues that are in the same league and you could trade right. with everybody and it, there's no
1: limitations. It's really pretty pretty amazing. So the trade that went down today Is 7:47 p.m. It did involve the aforementioned Lamar Jackson and Kenyon Drake. Oof. Who could be known as a running back, but we haven't seen him in a while, so I'm not sure. On the other side, we have this package now: Lamar Jackson and King and Drake, four, James Robinson, Devontae Parker, and a 2022 third. What in a in a in this league? In this
0: league, and there's not 4. even a quarter. 10, there's not even a quarterback or a tight end, and this is a 1.7 tight end premium, 1.75, 1.75
1: tight end premium. So, but that doesn't matter here, so.
0: Well, it's—I sh- mean, it should—in the sense that you should have at least gotten a tight end throwing in, because the tight ends are gold in this league. So yeah. So he, Lamar so he, Jackson he, and Kenny Drake—who the fuck made that deal?
1: Who? Well, we're not—we're
0: not throwing names out there. Oh, Come on okay. now. I'll, I'll just—I'll look for myself. Sorry. It was terrible. I—I I, I just got personal,
1: but yes.
2: Who the hell made that? Uh, I'll check uh, it out. So wait. So I'm sorry. May, maybe James I... Robinson.
1: James Robinson, Devonte Parker, and a third from 2022. <clears throat> This is a trade that was completed. Dynasty, Dynasty Diagnostics Champions League hashtag DDCL trade completed. Wow. that's the trash trade offer, and somehow it got accepted. That was a fat finger,
0: maybe, or I hope so. Is
1: everyone going nuts? Yes, the trade. The the chat is just a bunch of gifs right now of what the fuck is going on. Is this real? Whatever. Yeah, that's
0: not going to stand because there are some heavy hitters in this league, and there's no way they're going to go for something
1: like that. Yeah, but you know like unless it's collusion you just you let people yeah. on the team. And I can tell you right now. All right, so the the guy who gave up Lamar Jackson, he's in a group me chat with me and he has some I'll say questionable va- player values. So I don't uh, you know, I don't doubt that he somehow thought right. this was a good idea. It's a fucking terrible idea.
0: Interesting. I do not know either of the guys. On one hand, I'm like, "Dang it! If I had known, I could have got my hands on Lamar. That would have been nice."
2: I'm assuming Manolo has hacked into this somehow because <laughs> he sent me a trade offer. So, so I want to read this guys to you. Read this to you. So Manolo that, just now. Yeah,
1: I tried to do an offer just now, but I don't have a third for Alan Lazard.
2: <laughs> Ooh, is it? Big Dick, Nick Foles, Darrell Henderson, Jalen Hurd, a first, second, and third round 2022 pick for Devontae Adams. Wow. BDN. Darrell Henderson. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Jalen Hurd, and a first, second, and third from 2022 for Devontae Adams.
1: I don't get him. Like He's not a contender. Even if he's leading his division, that team is not a contender. And he's still trying to grab... With terrible offers because he doesn't have enough to trade to right. make a good offer.
2: Justin, as you know, the reason why I uh why he's trying to send me Nick Foles is because I did the outhouse challenge over the summer and ended up with Mitch Trubisky from you. I also got Devontae yes. also what? got Devontae Adams in that deal. Yeah. Right, right, right. And obviously, as we all know, uh Mitch is on the bench, even though big dick Nick didn't didn't look uh at, my wife actually called him flaccid Foles on Sunday (laughs) uh, after after watching him play. He feels like he's in the driver's seat now that I need, you know, that I need to panic offer. And I and actually during the offseason, I believe I offered him a 2021 second for Foles and said, dude, this is probably the best deal you're going to get all year. Even if even if Foles comes out and balls because everyone is just going to expect
0: the quarterback
2: flip flop which has already happened and I think happens again at some point during the season. Exactly. So take the second, be happy with it. He's like, no, I think I can get a first. And I was like, all right, you go with God then and try to get a first for Nick Foles, even in a 16 team super flex. I don't think you're getting a first for Nick Foles. And now he's trying to use that as the centerpiece of a deal for Devonte Adams. Which- I
0: traded him Nick Foles. Do you want to know what I got in return for Nick Foles from him? sure uh kiki cootie ito smith dante wow. pettis dante pettis <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. smith. for a quarterback in a superflex in a 16-team superflex that, that is, that is uh, an
1: incredible loss there yeah.
2: so, so how drunk, i mean that was a
1: while ago but still yeah
0: how much had you been drinking
1: that day dude we had been going back and forth for a while on the on the deal Oh, so what happened is he grounds you down. He's like, I just, I'll keep making offers and I'll keep talking to him. He'll get tired of me well, and he'll just accept one of these. You got to think of the time period. You got to think of the time
0: period. Now, back then, this is the third year. Those were like young guys like, you know, Pettis That's yeah. and Ido Smith. They were all like guys that everyone wanted on their team. And I my my whole philosophy was sixteen team super flex, eleven starters. You need you need to just corral as many guys as just as many potential starters as you can because it's all it's all about the bye weeks and like that was my that was all I was thinking about was I need more players, I need more players, I need more startable players, I need more startable players. And Foles was just I don't even know if he was starting when I when I traded him, or maybe he just got the job or something like that. Yeah, man. I just, yeah. And, you know, it backfired. They're all exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, Pettis and Kiki Cootie and Edo Smith, and they never changed.
1: Yeah. So. They had a little flash in the pan and had a little value spike. And that's probably when you got them. But so to wrap things back to that
0: <laughs> HQ1 trade with Saquon, I traded with Alex, Saquon for D Hop and, and Hayden Hurst. I had lost. Now, let me, before your thoughts, I want to tell you my thoughts. As to why I made the deal The Bosch, Justin, two-on-one We gang-banged you You gang-banged me, yes I was like in a a fantasy sandwich Or something I was like in a fucking fantasy football Dynasty football sandwich The two of you guys And I was like the fucking meat Getting beat You guys are (laughs) beating the meat And I'm the meat Yeah, man So yeah, you had me convinced about Saquon and Dehop And I was like, fuck And then I'm like, I did some research And I'm like, you know what? I'm a win-now guy Saquon's Saquon sucked. He was he was mediocre last year. He's non-existent this year. The chances are he's not gonna be great next next year. I'm a win now team. Why am I gonna sit on this asset? Just lost Dallas Goddard, which was huge. I have a lot of tight ends, but I don't have any tight ends that I, I don't have any set it and forget it tight ends. Yep. And this team is a set it and forget it team. And to be and to lose a tight end that I could that I've just potentially figured I could just not have to worry about that was weighing on my mind.
2: Someone just tried to get Kelsey off of me. I was like, you're gonna need to blow me away in HQ1 for me to give up Kelsey. I Someone traded you
0: for Kelsey in HQ1? Wow,
2: I traded Kittle, I had Kelsey and Kittle, traded Kittle and got Cook. Actually, got Dalvin Cook, Brandon Cook. Something well, had you I... been Shane? No, it was actually. I traded Kittle to Outhouse.
0: When Greg came on, things kind of got a little boost.
2: Yeah. I actually, when he came on, I gave up a 2022 mm-hmm. and a 2021 second for Madison and Tony Pollard.
0: That's right. Yes. Yeah. And at so, the time, I was just like, eh, I don't know if I would have made that deal. But now, I don't, th- I don't think that's a bad deal at all. You got, two, oh, well, you got the two top backups in the li- two top running back backups and running back is an injured position. Yeah. And, and my,
2: thi- my thing was I had, tra- you know, i made the trade without house and got cook and knowing, you know, cook's history. I said, you know what, if I can, if I can make a cheap little ad to Dude, get yeah. Madison. And then he, you know, he was like, oh, I'll throw him Pollard too. And I was like, well, if Z goes down, <laughs> now all was...
0: fun. Those things are fun. When yes, like when you get something extra. That's how I got McKinnon in DDCL, Justin. Uh he was uh, just a. I was uh It was. Uh, I forgot the deal, but I was like throwing McKinnon and I, and just for the heck of it. I had the roster space. Like I said in that league, I was yep. desperate. In that league, I only had like Josh Jacobs at the time. As a legit running back. And so I was just like, Yeah, throw I made a trade. Hey, throw in this guy. And then who care who cared about Jared McKinnon before this season? So right. and so and now he's getting me 20 points a week. So pretty amazing. Right. McKinnon has
1: been a throw in for years now. Yep. So. yeah. So
0: I, I'm trying actually I just sent out a couple offers uh trying to get rid of him today for a second twenty twenty-one second Jared McKinnon. What do you think? How do you feel about that? I have four chances, and that's what—that's what's good about being in a copy league. You can, well, I can trade him to like forty-five different people, or I can try right. to at least, uh, or actually, you know, three teams less because there's he, he some, three other people have him.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I love cashing out on guys like that because eventually, Mostert's coming back. Eventually, yeah. Tevin Coleman's coming there's back. Nothing better
0: than than um not having allegiance to someone and then being like like Saquon to a certain extent. Like I was like. First of all, I'm always sour when it comes to the Giants. And Tiki Barber fucked me years ago. I drafted him in like the first round and he had a shit season. And I was like, why the fuck did he even bother drafting that motherfucker? Because I hate the Giants. And, but he was the guy you're supposed to take in that position. And he ended up fucking me. So fuck the Giants. That contributed. The fact that I needed a tight end contributed. So I made the deal Saquon for D Hop and Hayden Hurst. Best. Okay. So arguably the best wide receiver in the league right now. Mm -hmm. and Hayden Hurst who is in a prolific offense they're going to score a lot of points and he's a a fringe tight end one what do you guys think about that deal
2: I mean I love that deal for you because you mentioned it earlier this is 11 starters so it is tough in a 16 team super flex we have like 30 on our main roster then we have like 10 taxi squad spots and then like a million IR spots because uh, they opened it up with COVID this year. So there's there's nothing on the waiver wire. I no mean,
0: thing.
2: I look at it every week and I go, "Oh yeah, there's nothing here. I want let me uh, let me just move along to one of my other 15 leagues." But you know, you got two guys. You I mean, you have D Hop who's a starter every week, and then you have Hayden Hurst too. I don't know what the rest of your tight ends look like. But he's either a fringe starter for you, or he's like an awesome bye week fill in play against the right defense type of guy.
0: Yeah, uh, he's my well, right now he's my top tight end because Goddard is injured. So when he comes back, I'll have two options at tight end. And I don't know He'd what, what's your, what your, what's your Hurst thought, Justin? Because you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, so you have my you have to have some extra insight on this one.
1: I like Hurst. I think that the the offense has a role for the tight end. Especially if they're going to be trailing like they are, because the defense is horrific. I mean, you're just going to end up with Matt Ryan throwing the ball 45, 50 times a game, and that's not even an exaggeration. Like, I could completely see him putting. He's gonna up,
0: throw the more he's so. going to throw the ball more than he did last year.
1: It's quite possible.
0: And, you know, and I mean, before the season, Justin was like, that, "That was like that was a that was an anomaly last year with Matt Ryan." But this, yeah. I mean, it could it, he, he it might have it. a he might throw more now.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was possible to throw more than what he did last year, but they're just going to be playing catch-up every – I mean, he's they've, – they've not started out well in games. So, not, And then they've gotten rolling in the second, third quarter, whatever. And by then, you know, teams are are really pushing. They, Of course, they get into a shootout with a team that they should, should be blowing out in Dallas, so they end up throwing a bunch. But they trailed Seattle big time. They trailed this week big time. Against the Packers, I mean, either they're getting blown out or they're blowing leads. But either way, they end up throwing a ton. Just, I don't know.
2: Yeah. And, and with that defense, I mean, they've had like six guys in the secondary go down with injury. That's going to be an all season thing. That's not like a three or four week thing where That's he's going throw- to yeah. every year
1: thing. That's happens every year.
2: He's like, going to be the most slammed. fragile
1: secondary in the NFL.
2: And, and let me. Uh, the, this is going to sound like a hot take, but uh, it's not a hot take. You have seen the highest value you're ever going to see again for Saquon Barkley. We're yeah. na- we're, we're now talking about a high oh. ankle sprain followed by an ACL tear, and we're supposed to just believe for the next three years this guy's going to walk through injury free. Listen, my Dat Network brother Brian Har is the biggest Saquon guy, and he'll listen to this and he'll he'll roast me in our chat. But this is the highest value you're ever going to see for Saquon Barkley again because, you know, I wish a guy like Ethan Turner or somebody could tell me what the relation is between these type of injuries and reoccurrence, but I don't like seeing a guy pretty much lose a season and a half to back-to-back injuries like this and then just expect for the next three years he's going to be not hurt, especially playing behind that offensive line, playing with a quarterback that just loves to turn the ball yeah. over. I mean,
0: he's coming back from a he's coming back from a major injury. I'm a win. I'm a win now team. Yeah. you know, So it makes I mean, it's a bit it was a business decision to get rid of Saquon and I was able to get one of the best wide receivers in the league uh, in his prime and Hurst is a you know in a somewhat of a similar situation he's making plays he still hasn't really become a consistent breakout guy but I needed two bodies probably could have gotten Crowder thrown in if I pushed at this point I mean we were in some stiff like not we, we, we weren't budging and then we were budging and then we weren't and I was like, fuck it, I want, I need, boom, I got two starters from zero. So, I mean, and again, in this league, you need starters.
1: Yeah. So, no, I think it's solid. I don't think you'll regret it. You know, you're already going to be getting points from, from D-Hop. <laughs> I mean.
0: I've been shopping D-Hop since.
1: I saw that. Because uh, you <laughs> asked, uh, what do you mean? You saw that. Well, you, you asked in one of the chats what somebody thought about a deal that you were offering or something, or maybe. Oh, really. You uh...
0: what,
1: what did you offer there?
0: No, uh, so our good friend Kevin Catillo. Uh-huh. Mm. I'm trying to get Juju plus for Deha. Okay,
2: which you should. Or
0: Keenan plus for Dha. Okay,
2: which you should. Yeah. Right. So,
0: what do you? Who do you like better, D-Hop, uh Juju or D- or Keenan Allen, or both?
2: Man, if they decide, and Anthony Lynn has been going back and forth on this, if Herbert is the QB in LA for the entire season. I like Allen more. I mean, he's getting the targets. He's making the plays. Juju's kind of in that wide but, receiver mix with Deontay, and
0: it's so uh, you know what? I, I I listened to the show last week with Bosch, and it really bothered me that I was so I came across as being anti DeAndre Hopkins. It's not that. It's just that I was wearing a DeAndre Hopkins T-shirt actually when we last episode. So I, I didn't even realize it until I like until I realized it. It all comes down to the ageism. The ageism was bothering me yeah that's why i could not see the equivalence of saquon and deandre hop this year is great but i'm the i'm the ageist dynasty like that's why i was after Justin jefferson i wanted to, I, I need a first or second year guy mixed in but this i, I just rolled the dice i gave up barkley really for two veteran guys because hurst he's been in the league two years or at least right two or three years he's like 27 already he's almost as old yeah. as fucking deandre hopkins So, I mean, again, this is the Dynasty Trades HQ League. So, I'm envisioning probably neither of those guys being on my team next year. But I'm making a run right now. I'm a defending Mm -hmm. champ. I have a sick team. I picked up two guys. I unloaded Saquon. You know, oh, Saquon, that might prove to be a no-brainer next year. Coming off an ACL, he can no longer be on my team. The question is whether I got enough for him. And both of you guys agree that I did. I'm the only one I'm the only skeptic it seems. I think if, right you know, now you're, you're so looking... hammered with with Saquon. You know what it up here in 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 the northeast in Saquon Barkley territory, they were talking about him not being able to pass block. I don't know if you guys heard it where you guys are. Yeah. It was like a big that was also it was a huge story here like Saquon's not on the field on like cr- critical plays because he like, he can't pass block.
2: Here's another thing. I, I know it was a very small sample size for 2020, but he was averaging 1.8 yards per carry. Like, and that—that's not—that's not all Saquon's fault. I mean, that offensive line is. Dude.
0: Yes, they've been working on that line for a few years now. It should be pretty good. There's, a, there's some second-year guys. Andrew Thomas was probably the safest pick in the draft. He had the highest seal, uh, the highest floor.
2: It's the old saying, though. you got to work smarter, not harder. They've been working hard to get that offensive line right, but they haven't been working smart to get that they offensive line right.
0: Saquon should have never been on the Giants. I mean, a running back's the final piece. How many C.D. Lamb shares do you guys have? I only have one, and I'm I mad you- about it.
1: I mean, I'm only in five dynasty leagues. I traded the only share I had preseason
0: because the hype is probably at its highest now. That yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. It definitely gained value from August or July or whatever it was. DJ Moore or CD Lamb? CD Lamb. Yeah. Probably CD Lamb. At least he's got a quarterback Bes- uh, besides Robbie Anderson. I don't know that Bridgewater knows how to throw to anybody else.
0: DJ Moore or CD Lamb. And you guys did not even hesitate.
2: There's no hesitation.
1: CD Lamb. Well, if you think about it, I mean, Robbie Anderson's the wide receiver one in Carolina. So, what do we do? Chris Godwin or CD Lamb? I'll take Godwin still.
2: Yeah, it's Godwin,
1: but it, I don't think that's that far off. I mean, I think CD Lamb is going to quickly be a top twelve wide receiver if he's not already there.
2: Oh yeah, I, I think we're talking in the in 2023 startups. He's a first round pick and we're talking about him. I mean, if he's dynasty thinking, it's just, why wouldn't
0: you you just thought two years ahead? You were just like, he's going to be. So why wouldn't he be
2: right? You know, it's funny. There's this fallacy about dynasty that we all are making picks and making trades because we're looking three years ahead. If we're rebuilding, we're doing that. But if we are doing startups and we're in win now, we're still going to take guys in, in next year's draft. We're going to take DeAndre Hopkins, the Devontae Adams. We're going to take those guys before CeeDee Lamb just because yes. they've been doing it. And, you know, there's still always going to be, I think, a little bit of the, well, he still has to fight with Michael Gallup and he still has to fight with Amari Cooper. And Okay, so Hopkins or Lamb?
0: Hopkins or CeeDee Lamb?
2: I'll still take Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I mean... If that trade's proposed to me, I am I would want Lamb plus, but I would be yeah. thrilled to get whatever the plus was. No, I,
0: I sent I him, him a Hopkins for Lamb Rager, which is kind of trashy. Well, your problem
2: is that he,
1: he, even if he claims not to be a Philly fan, he's a Philly fan. Oh, right. he's a Philly fan. Come on. You know, so losing Rager, who's his boy. So
0: you know. I offered him DeAndre Hopkins and 2 2022 20, seconds for Lamb and Rager, and he
1: turned it down. I don't think either of those are terrible offers. No. I mean, they're fair.
0: I just If I send him the Hopkins 2022 first and two seconds for Lamb and Rager, he would reject it.
1: No way. He'd take that deal. Is that what you want to do, though? Here's what I would say, and this is the way I look at it. You're trading Hopkins for CD in a second, and then you're trading a first and a second for Jalen Rager.
0: So Rager's worth the first and a second
1: no, and Lamb is worth That's what I'm saying. I don't think I think it's a I think it's a massive overpay in my opinion.
0: I don't think he's yeah. going to he would take it. You said
1: you said your offer would be Hopkins,
0: Hopkins. for 2022 first and second for Lamb and Rager. I don't no, didn't way, no I, way he's
1: taking that. Maybe not, but I would I would jump all over that. Well Ooh, I baby. mean, you, what, are you, what were you thinking there,
2: Where, are I, where are you at, Josh? Where are you at well, on this one? The thing is, Rager Rager was a first, so to get him off of Shane, it, it's going to be a first plus.
1: I love
0: how he tries to get rid of James Robinson on me.
2: uh He's been doing it with me too. He's been trying to.
0: Okay, we didn't kick out the the eliminator this week. Oh well, we
1: made it to the end of the show. Get him
0: out of Paul you bitch! See you <laughs> later, motherfucker. Oh wait, welcome. Cause you're now down with me at the bottom of the toilet bowl. So yeah, man, good <laughs> to see you, brother. Good to see you. <laughs> you didn't even tell the folks who it was. <laughs> Catamara Paul. He took the dump this week. He's the he's the loser.
2: So it's it's funny. You guys were talking about who loses their eliminator in week one. Oh. So the timeline. We lost our eliminator week one. But <laughs> I will I will preface this by saying that we told our eliminator that we would sell our picks if we could raise money and donations to different charities. So we ended up raising 500 bucks for a variety of charities, and we probably ended up selling, based on what we had agreed to, five picks. I mean, uh, they ended up drafting uh, Devin Funches for us and I think, the third <laughs> round. we got a b at one point that was fun i think we maybe we we got matt barkley let me look up this team real quick and see well while you look it
0: up dude so i'm in i was in a dozen eliminators we counted them i'm officially in 12 i'm out in two i'm out in the open bar auction eliminator and uh the hot sauce one i can't believe i'm out on the hot sauce pot. That really so you don't get
1: eliminated in any this week.
0: Surprise. I did not get eliminated in any others this week. The fantasy timeline is the most active eliminator out of all the eliminators I'm in. And during the draft, it was the most interactive draft. Full disclosure, I was not a part of because I was in like 11 other drafts. going. So I was watching from afar, basically, all this action <laughs> going down <in> the fantasy <laughs> timeline eliminator. I couldn't do anything. It's like my hands were tied, man. I was like hogtied watching the eliminator. Fantasy timeline eliminator going berserk. That everyone was just like everyone was. It was like it was like a f- like fucking bingo or something, man. It was like I don't know. It's just like a raffle. It was, everything was happening. At everything was going on. Fantasy timeline eliminator is probably the the best eliminator out of all the eliminators, hands down. And I will say that.
2: And so I'll read. I'll read off. Uh, our team and then kind of piggyback off of what you said, Larry. <laughs> so in the fourth round, uh, we sold that pick. The chat drafted Devin Funches in the fourth, Antonio Brown in the seventh, the Buffalo Bills defense in the ninth.
0: They're raising money the whole time. They're doing this
2: right? Jalen, Jalen Hurd, Yep. Jalen Hurd in the 10th.
0: What was the then- money
2: thing again? Uh, we ra- we raised over five hundred dollars for a variety of charities. We told everybody for their own
0: eliminator. They raised five hundred dollars for their own eliminator. Are you kidding me? So we that deserves we, you know what's funny is that never really got any notoriety. Did I say that word correctly? Yes, you, you did. did.
2: Eh, it was, uh, uh, <laughs> close
0: enough. In Mississippi, it's a no, but in Philly it was close enough.
2: And <laughs> hey, listen, I'm I'm originally I'm originally from from North Jersey. So New New Jersey is actually the most densely populated state in the country. It sure is. So, yeah, we just told people like, hey, we want to raise 50 bucks for different charities. That's what we put out there. We said, and we weren't talking about like $50 a person. We were just like 50 bucks total. Like we just want to do an extra little bit to help this all out. And then people literally just started showing us the screenshots i donated 40 bucks to this i donated 60 bucks to this and i was like guys we just wanted to raise 50 total we didn't mean like 50 a piece and people were like no we're cool with it and we're like all right well let's just start selling off our picks and you know people have fun with it you know devin funchess in the fourth like that you know that was a good time you know but we were just happy like we were like bill and i talked about it we're like dude we don't care if we get kicked out week one like we just raised a bunch of extra money for all these cool charities that wouldn't have happened if we didn't just shout this out. And we actually got the idea from uh, Sal Stefanale. So uh, we, you know, we actually shouted him out too and was like, yo man, thanks for the idea. Cause we did this and just, you know, raised this money. But it's funny you talk about how active the chat is. We um we spun that off into a fantasy timeline chat because we were like, wait a minute, this chat is so active, we should have a chat for our pod. Do so I? Have, we, am I on that one? No, nah, not yet, man. If you want to be in, let me know. I'll put you in right now. Well, that, yeah, thing, it, that thing bumps. If you think the uh if you think the eliminator chat is great. Yeah, I
0: dig all the chat. Let me in, bitch.
2: I'm actually on the Twitter machine right now, putting all right. you in.
0: The Dynasty League Football Trade Analyzer. C D Lamb's worth 307 points. A 2021 first, according to the old DLF trade analyzer. 2021 first, 253. Cd Lamb 307. DJ Moore, 486 chris godwin 586 so chris godwin's almost worth double cd lamb right now no chance and you know what there's a lot of inexperienced enthusiasts dynasty enthusiasts they like that one justin lovely Lovely. I feel like there are New so word. many dynasty football enthusiasts that will be like that, rely on trade calculators. that are going to be like, I'll gladly trade DJ Moore for CD Lamb. I think straight up. And according to this analyzer, somebody that's addicted to like, oh, make a trade. Let me, let me, let me go to the old trusty DLF trade analyzer.
1: See, here's the only thing about that: you'll never get the DJ Moore owner to sell you him for CD Lamb because everyone who owns DJ Moore is a DJ Moore truther. So this little four-game start to the season is not going to have swayed them to the point where they're going to just jump off of the D.J. Moore train. Hmm. Every Everyone who owns D.J. Moore is hardcore. D.J. Moore is a top 12, you know, future number one overall wide receiver, et cetera. So it doesn't matter that CeeDee Lamb has had such a great start to his career and that D.J. Moore has had a rough four-game stretch with – and I think I saw earlier – He's still on pace for like 1152 yards and like 90 something catches or something crazy. He just has no touchdowns. None. Which he's never scored. DJ Moore, yeah.
0: And you, you think he's gonna erupt? Because we had a big conversation. Well, there wasn't a big conversation, but I, I, I saw uh DJ Moore as a jag convo on one of the chats today. And I'm I'm starting I'm I'm starting to kind of lean that way. So what is he what has he ever done? What has DJ Moore ever done? And every, and then I get it. He didn't have the support system because he's had uh, Kyle Allen and you know Chris Winky Jake DeLome. <laughs> thrown to him. Was- <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Chris- DJ uh, Moore was diapers when Chris Winky was coming out of- <laughs> 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 Oh man, I oh, mean, that- but it, you that- get it. DJ Moore was born in '97. When did we? Wienke- <laughs> uh, you get it, baby. I was at a Super Bowl party for that one. I don't know. No. So. So CD
0: Lamb is worth more than DJ Moore on the Dynasty Trade Calculator. He's uh, DJ Moore on the on the DTC twenty seven CD Lamb thirty two. Wow.
2: Well, that that means if you have DJ Moore and you want CD Lamb, you you add could add to go to that CD Lamb owner and see if you can get CD Lamb plus.
0: Leaning right towards the DTC calculator just because it feels a little more natural, right? Like, well, I
2: think
1: I think the DTC is updating. There's a little bit more than DLF does. Yeah, they're a little bit more active with their live values or whatever it is.
0: Because now is the time where you get your hands on a CD Lamb because he's because now everybody's all like the all the calculators haven't figured it out yet. But if you want to get the jump on a Dynasty League off of the farm for CD Lamb, and I feel like it'll work out. I want to trade D Hop and change and not jump change. I want to trade D Hop and like a first round pick for fucking CD Lamb at this point. (laughs) <laughs> you have been drinking tonight that's good i have uh, I, I have look at this dude i have the uh, trades offered page up here i got me and Shane right now what You. Uh, oh, what should be what he's got rugs he's got rager should i who should i trade d hop for he's not going to trade cd lamb for d hop straight up
1: no no you're a contender <laughs> actually I, I tell you what i you did you not get- want to do lamb and rager I got your second la- like last week. So, yes, I would trade him for CD Lamb straight up because CD Lamb is just like DeAndre Hopkins in the box score. Yes, that is a great move for you, Larry. Lamb and Rugs for no, the I just I'm not a Rugs believer. So, I don't So, know. you wouldn't
0: even do that.
1: No, I think that you still have to add on to CD Lamb to get Hopkins, but I think it's more. Than- I mean, this is the thing: like you're not. Pe- folks don't want to do that. And see, at that point, you don't sell DeAndre Hopkins. I
0: know. I'm not. But I, I mean, I-, I offered a shit trade to Catillo. I'm gonna see if I can get him on next week. What do you think? Yeah. All right. It's a time for Kevin Catillo to come on the Hot Sauce Pod. It could be. It could be.
2: So here's here's the thing, though, Larry. If if this is something you really want to do, you don't need to do it in week five either. This can this can be an off season deal, even if CD Lamb blows up this season. You're right. You're right. 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 You yep. can. Hey, listen, man. I had D Hop, who is you know awesome. Kyler Murray is thrown to him. He's awesome too. You know, I'll take CD Lamb. You know, and a third or CD Lamb in a second, and get it done.
0: Exactly. I have thought about this. Yes, I have thought about. It. I've done. I've done a lot of D Hop thinking, and I have a D Hop jersey, but
2: it's a fucking Houston jersey. Should I still wear a D Hop Houston jersey? I th- I think D Hop himself might actually start wearing the Houston jersey just because Bill <laughs> O'Brien got fired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, he should play next week's game for Arizona wearing a
2: fucking like a,
0: a Texans helmet,
2: and it'll just have a <laughs> it'll just have a patch on it that says R I P Bob. DeAndre Hopkins is on pace for more catches than
1: Michael Thomas had last year.
2: But yep. you, you know, here's here's the interesting thing. Uh, going back to your DJ Moore convo, it's funny yeah. they they lost mm. their first two games of the season, and DJ Moore had 22 targets. They won their last two games, and he's had 10 targets in those two games. I'm wondering if Carolina is finding the formula that they don't need to throw to DJ more all that much to actually win some games in the league. They haven't
0: necessarily been in dire straits in terms of uh game scripts, you know, they've right. If you want to talk about like how things go versus uh, going against the statistics and all that analysis and stuff, I'll give you some real, you know, old guy coming through from it with, from learning from experience stuff. These guys are going to fucking run out of gas and, Caroline's gonna have to throw the ball Teddy B's not going to He's gonna get fucking hurt We had double, almost double the amount of quarter, Starting quarterbacks last year That shit's gonna fucking start up soon The QBs are gonna start getting fucked And there's gonna be the backup QBs Coming in we've already had a few changes And I don't know I still don't know how to value James Robinson Can you guys help me with that or what Let's do this James Robinson motherfucker Fucking cool. A do I want James Robinson on my Monster HQ One team or no? It'll cost me something and a first. No, not for that yeah. price. I don't want to do that either. Fuck Shane. Fuck you, Shane. You bitch.
1: That's like giving two. That's basically like giving two firsts for, for James Robinson.
2: Well, yeah, for fuck that. him. We, yep. we, you know, we talked about this on the timeline last week. The biggest problem with James Robinson is what people want to pay for him is nothing near what people want to sell him for. Yep. And and that's, you know, like, you know, Shane, Shane has come to me with James Robinson. Hey, give me a first and a second for James Robinson. No, like, you know, maybe if it was the final piece he of knows. the puzzle to win a championship, but he, knows. But, <laughs> he
0: definitely knows. He definitely well, knows. He knows. That's why, you know, it's funny when everyone, it, it, you're just like, all right, here comes the James Robinson trade, uh-huh. like, you know, because like, I'd be doing the same thing if I had him. <laughs> me
2: too. And, and every time I see James Robinson get put on, on a trade block, I just look at it and I go, "Good luck with that, man." Because <laughs> I mean, smart you know smart players you know the, you know especially we talk about industry guys and guys that you know do podcasts and guys that kind of live and breathe this thing. They're not paying the price that these guys want to get for James Robinson, and you know it's it's yeah. tough having James Robinson on your team and being in a rebuild because. You're probably not going to get what you want to get for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I offered him to every person that had a first rounder or the equivalent in that league where I have him. It's an auction league. So there was a guy that had two seconds, a third and a fourth. It's almost equal to a first or or might have been right at the like, you know, the 110 to 112 range as far as dollar values go. And uh he rejected. And everybody rejected for just a single first. And then this week, I offered it to a guy for a first and a second, James Robinson. Thought I would try and get a little tax on him since he had another pretty good week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a point it's a point per carry. So he ended up like 17 points, a pretty solid week this week. Uh, he's just been very, very high volume based. And the guy rejected offered me a second. Man, for a second, I'm just going to hold him and hope that he has a job next year because that's not worth it. You know, well, who's that? James Robinson. Oh, you're gonna hold for a second. I'm not selling him for a second. If somebody you wants want to a give first, me, absolutely. If somebody gives me a first, I'll take a first. Otherwise, yeah.
0: he's probably worth I, that. Yeah, he's worth that. Until he's you know. first right, right now. He's an artist. Yeah, he a, he a, you know, he's been he's been outstanding. So of course, he deserves a first at this point. Right now, he's burst onto the scene. The uh, and and it's everybody was talking about him before the season too, like. I, I it's like uh, the, uh, JJ Zacharyson was was, uh, was was a big James Robinson guy. There was a couple other guys that were all about James Robinson as well. And then he then the whole draft capital thing was a big deal. And then all of a sudden, blah, no one cares about him. So you know, it's, well, it's nice to see that some guys fucking can rise above the the stuff. Like Jeff Wilson, right timeline. Love, love Jeff Wilson. (laughs) He's
2: on my HQ one team, man. I've had him for like three seasons. Love Jeff Wilson. But you know what, though? It's going to be interesting seeing what James Robinson goes for in like week 10 and 11 where there's that push for the playoffs and teams start. The arms race starts and people start selling their souls to get a couple guys that have been doing it and have- how
0: about this? How about two two seconds for James Robinson? Two HQ one seconds. You think I can get him for that? Not right now.
1: You think she- oh no yeah, yeah let's yeah my fear being a rebuilding owner with him is that he's gonna get hurt and then he has no value. you, you know think he's worth two seconds Justin is he worth two seconds he's absolutely 220, 220, worth it. especially the twenty twos. We know you have twenty twenty
0: oh, yeah. twenty twos. <laughs>
1: yeah like they're, you know seconds like I cannot wait to get rid of
0: these motherfucking 2022s. You know what? I might fall into the old. I cannot get rid of this guy to anybody. I'll just take two 2022s for him.
1: How about that? We have known Shane to go ahead and do something like that before. It's we, have, we have seen him go.
0: I could be, be capitalizing on him while he's in like a, uh, he'd be crying in the shower right now. We
1: catch well, him in a, in a moment. Well, All right. Let's so see. let's discuss an offer I got earlier. And, uh, it comes from a, a good friend of ours. We nice. all know him quite well. I won't throw his name out there, but you guys can figure it out by looking at the uh,
0: the league. How shitty the trade is, we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You probably won't. It's not one of those that you'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay. So I have Senor Mahomes.
0: Oh, and I have HQ one, uh, huh? Yeah,
1: right. it's HQ one. I have Senor Mahomes. Yeah. and uh pa- and uh madman's 21 round 1 pick so okay. probably in that 8 to 10 range something like that cuz yeah madman likes
0: to think he's going to be a contender but no his Sorry, team no. I, mean, no
1: I think he actually he even kind of admitted it when he was on the when he was on with us a couple weeks ago that he may have waited too long like but anyways so he wanted patrick mahomes and uh mid to mid late ish uh 2021 first and he wanted to give me Daniel Jones. This is oh, some outhouse.
2: I, I know exactly who's proposing. This is outhouse.
1: This. <laughs> okay, so outhouse.
2: Dynasty I mean, outhouse.
0: What is the DAP network? Can you talk about this for a second? Because I'm a little confused as to this whole DAP network. Is it like the Justice League or like what is this DAP network?
2: So so we're like we're like the Dynasty Super Friends. So you have <laughs> you have you have the trade addicts pod, you have the fantasy timeline. You have the Dynasty Junkies with Rocky and Dustin. And then we just got Casey Kasem on, and she's got a new pod going. So she, she's also uh, wrapped up in the DAP Network. with. She just came on last week or the week before, and she's got a new pod going on that's going to be real hot. So that's the DAP Network Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network. Uh, we're on YouTube, so you can subscribe and hit the bell. Boy, promotion yeah. and uh yeah yeah we just do it we're all on a feed together so if you uh if you find us on your itunes or your google play you can uh just download the uh the stream there and you get all of us
0: we haven't talked about outhouse enough
2: and i'm like let
0: me run uh, we gotta rag on outhouse a little
1: bit well man. let's rag on outhouse real quick. <laughs> Mahomes in that first and he wants to give me daniel jones shane's 21 first and my 21 second that's the end of the offer, guys. You know, it's funny. We're gonna trade first. We're gonna trade first, and I'm gonna get a second and Daniel Jones for Patrick Mahomes. He's fucking crazy for trying to convince me that that was a good trade earlier. Which one? The Mahomes and a, and my and one of my firsts for Daniel Jones, a first and a second. Like oh, you're crazy. That's
0: Manolo size. That's a Manolo's trade in a 16 team superflex that's as
1: trashy as trash gets in my opinion sure does. well you know we all do the trash trades i don't this is why I've, but then again after that trade that got as- accepted in the ddcl this afternoon i need to send out some really shitty offers and yeah just that see. was
0: pretty uh yeah exactly well, we don't know the clientele and that's a big part of being in a dynasty league especially a gigantic one like boom i sent you a trash trade okay i sent you a trash trade guess what you might be a fucking idiot that accepts it because i don't know who the hell you are i don't know who the fuck you are. Exactly. i gotta throw some out there to gauge your fucking experience you know i need to figure out where you where you stand where you're at man do you think are you dj more uh greater than cd lamb or are you cd lamb greater than dj Moore? you know i don't know man who i don't even know who you're rooting for. there's like so many intricacies and in when you're trying to figure out who you're trading with there's i mean you don't just make a fucking trade like there's some times where you really need to dig into who you're making a trade with. I don't know. So we have the the Dap Networks fantasy timeline. I did, neglected to bring up your co-host earlier when I first did that initial rant out of the gate, super dupa.
2: Super yes. duper flex. My main man Bill McCartney at Super Duper Flex. Hey, he's the brains of the operation. I just show up, get uh get you real loud, it, real ignorant and uh, I let him do all the hard work, so I'm grateful for him because uh, he does he does all the work and lets me have all the fun. So.
0: <laughs> so yeah, man, the DAP network, the fantasy timeline. Now, what is the fantasy timeline? You guys have a...
2: It's not really an agenda, man. The cool thing about Twitter is you literally have the fantasy world at your fingertips. People are talking about all kinds of stuff, so we literally just pick and choose the things that we think are cool. The thing that things that we want to talk about, we go through trades, we go through commissioner issues. We go through strategy. We, we cover everything. So we pick, we just pick a bunch of tweets and we talk about them. And, you know, usually we try to go off of what's hot at the moment. I'm
0: done. I'm done with Brandon cooks. I, you know, I couldn't get rid of him because of the head stuff, but he, he, I should have got rid of him after the first goose egg. He's a goose egg guy. He'll get you a goose egg. And you don't want that in fantasy. You don't ever want a fucking goose egg. Why do I want a guy on my fucking roster that doesn't do anything at all? When there's guys on my bench that are fucking just even giving me three points, three and a half points. What the fuck? Brandon cooks again. He did this shit last year with the fucking zero. Like Mike Evans pulls this shit once in a while too. Do you think or we fucking, can get we're talking about Brandon Cooks third. right now? Fuck Brandon Cooks once, but what? do you think
1: we can get a third for Brandon Cooks right now?
0: No, no way. Just put up a fucking goose egg. You can get nothing for him now. Then well, hopefully he'll put up like a fifty-point game, and then you can get like a third for him. Hopefully, fuck Brandon Cooks. I'm done with that guy.
2: Fuck well, him. I mean, I also want to see what, what this offense is going to look like now that Bob's not at the helm. Oh, I right. mean. Obiko is yeah. berserk and I could just, just trade him for anything. I mean, look, next week they play the Jaguars. I'm just saying. Like, th- that could be
0: the right game. There's a, yeah, break.
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they play, you know, the week after that, they play the, uh, the COVID filled Tennessee Titans, you know, then, then they play the Packers. That's a tough draw. And then they get the Jaguars again. Things could start looking up for Brandon cooks. If you want a little silver lining. God, I mean, you'd
0: think Watson has no one else to throw to. You think he'd be the, he'd think he'd be Watson's guy. It makes total sense. Cause Randall Cobb is garbage. Will Fuller. Come on. Give me a break with Will Fuller. But but, Kenny stills. I mean, I love Kenny stills, but Fucking Brandon Cooks is the guy there. He's the guy. He should be the guy. What the fuck, man?
2: Start but, but you
0: have to you have to think about this. A hand job or something. Take a fucking movie. So yeah, man. Let's
2: thank Josh Valentine for coming on the Dynasty outsells podcast. Hey. Pre- appreciate you guys. It was a ton of fun ha- being on. Uh love the show. I do listen. So uh it was Even though it was a little hard listening to you guys talking about uh, Alan Lazard and what yeah. you could get for him and <laughs> then uh, being the guy who got him <laughs> for a little bit. But uh, no, man, love the show. Glad you guys uh, had us do a little uh, shameless self-promotion here. If you're looking for me, I'm on Twitter at RealFantasyTL. If you're looking for my extremely bad fantasy takes, I do a show every Wednesday at nine fantasy timeline with my boy, Bill McCartney at super duple flex. Uh, It's live on YouTube. So find the Dat network YouTube page, subscribe and hit the bell. So, you know, when we go live and I think that's all I got fellas. So let me wrap this up, man. Justin, you want to say goodbye to everybody or what? It was lovely.
1: Lovely. Having you hear my voice again here today and tonight and again tomorrow, whenever you're listening. Let's do it, baby, 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 baby!
2: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the <laughs>